Hello and welcome back to Tub in the Bedroom. I'm your host Linnea, aka Lenny. Thanks for coming to have a soak with me. And if it's your first time, welcome to the tub. So today we are going to dive into what I consider a very, very important topic as of late, and that is professional self-investment. Now don't get me wrong, this subject has always been important, but I think many of us didn't pay as much attention to it in the pre-pandemonium era as we do now. Over the past few months, we have seen employees stand up for themselves asking to be paid something as basic as a livable wage, to have better working conditions, and to be treated as human beings and valued at their place of work. What has truly come to light, in my opinion, is these expectations that many employers have, that their employees are to give them everything that they have, miss out on family, squeeze their life into two days, and then the employer doesn't want to truly provide anything in return. The pandemonium has made it so people have had the time to slow down and realize their worth. They realize that this is not the reason we were put here on earth. It was not to work and have about five years to enjoy our life, if we're lucky enough to not be sick, since life expectancy in the U.S. is about 72 years old the last time I checked. I say, forget that. It is time we start and continue to change that. It is time we start doing things we love to do and are actually interested in. And it's time each one of us live out our purpose. I totally get it. You may be thinking, Lenny, listen, girl, I love the sentiment, but not everyone can live out their purpose. I disagree. I think we all can. I just think many of us have never have had the opportunity to discover what our purpose is. We all have many, many passions. I moved to LA for acting and I absolutely love it. And I would still love to do it in some capacity. But for me, Hollywood and its still very antiquated expectations do not resonate with me. And the person I would have to become in order to be successful in Hollywood was not and is not a person that I'm willing to be. Maybe I will get to do something in the future. But because I followed that passion and failed at that passion, eventually it led me to here, sitting in a tub, hanging with you. I realize that my why, my purpose, is not only to entertain, but to help friends succeed when they think they can, to inspire, resonate, and shine a light where you may have not seen one before, and to take away the veil of perfection we are often sold and hopefully invigorate you to curate a life you want for yourself, that dream of a life you may not tell anyone else about with no judgment. I'm here to be your friend and support you. So how do we professionally invest in ourselves? Well, there are different levels to that, and I'm not going to dive into switching careers, even though that could be a part of your journey. In this episode, we are going to touch on how to take care of yourself where you are now in your professional career. Maybe you are overworked, underpaid, or both. Maybe you are neither, or you are on the job hunt. Here are some things to make sure you are taking care of yourself professionally. Number one, start thinking of yourself 
as a business, the first thing you need to start doing is taking ownership of yourself. We're taught from a very young age to be mostly robots when it comes to work, but that is not the case. You are a business. You are actively selling your time and your expertise in exchange for money. Although out in the world it is not presented that way, that is how you should be thinking of it. That way you are better equipped to know what you are bringing to the table and what you should be receiving in return. You are your product. The second thing is don't be afraid to ask for what you need, also known as creating boundaries. You are allowed to ask for what you need at a workplace. You are allowed to go to your boss and say, hey, I need assistance with this or I need more help in this or I need prioritization. You also are allowed to set boundaries. You are human and you have a life and other responsibilities. If the calls outside of work hours are getting overwhelming or your workload is too large, if you're spending 14 hours a day every day working and still not done at the end of the day, or if when you are trying to focus on your work, you keep getting pulled into those unnecessary meetings. We all know those meetings. If it makes it as far as you are unable to stop and take a lunch, it is way past time that you set boundaries and enforce them. The thing about boundaries is it shows people how you should be treated. We often think we are unable to do that within a workplace. However, setting boundaries will allow for you to avoid burnout and for you to be consistently at your best, which is what most companies want in the long run. So don't be afraid to set boundaries. As with anything in life, it is all how you present it. You are not going to rudely say, handle it yourself, I'm busy, to your boss. But you may say, you know what, Nancy, I am so excited to do this. Is this something you would consider higher priority than my other projects? And if so, who on the team is available to distribute some of this larger workload so these other projects don't fall behind and I can make sure I'm giving my very best to this project? The big the biggest thing is, is you want to be able to give your best to the company. If you are going into a company and you want them to pay you top dollar, you want to give top effort. And that's what a company wants. So you want to make sure that you're honest and you're transparent and you're clear on what your needs are and you ask them for what you need. You ask for help. And if you can't take on something because you know it's going to be subpar, make sure to communicate that so that way you and your boss can work together to find a solution. The third tip is take ownership. This is your career and your life journey. No one should be in control of that except you. Take ownership over your title, salaries, and job structure. If you have a certain path you want to go down, make sure that you are working with a company that is going to help you get there. If you are currently in a company, find out if you can work in a mentorship opportunity with someone that is where you want to be and maybe you admire. Ask for a title adjustment that keeps moving you toward your ultimate goal. And if you find, as many of us do, that you are doing two or three different jobs and you aren't being fairly compensated based on today's rate, don't be afraid to ask for a salary adjustment. So your salary matches what you are doing and what market value is in your area. The fourth tip I have is don't be afraid to move on. But whether you work for yourself or you work for someone else, 
you can't be afraid to move on when needed. Unfortunately, being fine or content in a way that you are actually unhappy but willing to deal with it because it feels like too much work to do otherwise will leave you in a worse place than when you started. Trust me, I know this all too well. My parents have always told me to go where the water runs fresh, which I was always like, um, okay, but what about persistence and resilience and determination? Never give up, never surrender, etc., etc., which is also true and applies to certain situations. But fearing change and the work that comes with that hustle is just as bad. Think of it in survival terms. You can only go three days without water. If you are in a situation where the water is contaminated and you can drink it, but essentially die faster, or you can take a chance and try to find fresh water and hopefully survive, what are you going to do? I'm sure your drive for survival will push away the pain, fear, and anything else to get you to where the water runs fresh. It's the same in your professional life. Take care of yourself by going where the water runs fresh and strong, and you are given the tools to not just survive, but thrive. My fifth and final tip that I think is the most important of all is know your worth. It took me a very, very long time to know my worth. I didn't even know I was allowed to negotiate for better pay prior to accepting the job. I didn't even think I could ask for a raise until they gave it to me. I thought that I just had to take what was given. Never, ever, ever be afraid to ask for what you're worth and present the reasons why. Even if they can't match it, you can often ask for other adjustments such as work from home if they don't already do that, bonuses, maybe a compensation schedule so you know when you might reach this compensation, or anything to make the position better suited for you. I have a story on knowing your worth, which I'm not going to say in this podcast, but I am actually going to create a YouTube video on it because it would make this episode fairly long. Now, I know I mainly gave you examples of when you are working for a company, but all of this goes for if you own your own business as well. You simply have much more autonomy. And if you're anything like me, it can make it a lot tougher at times because no one is coming to tell you what to do, when to do it, how to do it, or that it is terrifying a cool 80 to 90% of the time. It can even make you hit freeze mode or stop and start. However, do whatever you have to do to keep pushing yourself toward your success. These tips aren't only beneficial to you and your professional well-being. They're also beneficial for any company that you work for because you can go to a company and know yourself as a business, know your worth, and you can make sure to find a company that values that. So as I said that I feel everyone should go after their purpose in this life, it doesn't mean that everybody's an entrepreneur. Your purpose could be making others' visions come to fruition, and that's perfectly okay. But with these, you will not only hold high value for yourself, but you'll also end up in a place that also values you. It can be really scary to go after what you want, to speak up for yourself, 
and your needs in the workplace. There are many companies that will make you feel like you will be ostracized or fired if you do so. And I have worked in a lot of them. But never let yourself get to the breaking point because you are too afraid to get what you need from the beginning. If a company is facilitating that environment, it's time to move on to a company that is facilitating a much better and healthier environment as soon as you possibly can. Because when we invest in ourselves professionally, our lives will continue to flourish in all areas. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to leave a review and subscribe. Share it with a friend so that way they can know five tips to begin the process of investing in themselves in a professional manner. Always ask yourself, how did I invest in myself today? Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for coming to have a soak with me. And I will see you next Tuesday. <laughs>